into what you have for us this morning. We take that, Jesus. Lord, you told me you're wanting to pour it out here today. Let's not wait. There's nothing magical about that silly barn. Lord, your spirit is here today. We receive your Holy Spirit that brings your joy, your peace, your long-suffering. Lord, shame is taken away. Addictions are broken in your power. Freedom comes. Lord, we step into that freedom here this morning. Lord, I thank you that you're wanting to pour out. You're wanting to give. Amen. Mom's probably got more. She's like a little fireball here this morning. What else do you have? Go for it. Lord, just let the well, spirit songs, of prophecy. I mean, I, you can prophesy every one of those songs, but what the Lord really showed <laughs> me, there's one, this is kind of off the wall, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Um, we like off the wall. What the enemy means for evil, God's going to turn it around. Well, I'm, I'm looking more nationally than, you know, the whole church everywhere, wherever this church is. Those are words for us to hear because I'm telling you what the enemy means for evil. He wants to destroy every country that looks to the Lord, that Amen. calls themselves Christian. He wants to tear it down. He wants to destroy it. And I really thought a lot about this, that we're getting a lot of refugees. I think there's 800 uh, Catholic charities in, in Tulsa. It's pretty close refugees whatever you want to call them uh people coming in the border you know the enemy's trying to destroy us but i'm telling you hear what the lord is saying on this he is saying he's bringing these people to us because we're going to have a great outpouring <laughs> of his spirit in this nation i mean we've prayed years and years for it the lord is going to anoint us to go out and we're not even going to have to do nothing we're just going to have to say we welcome you to the united states and they're going to receive the lord i'm telling you it's hap it's going to happen and what it is that this is really out there but the lord gave this to me a few weeks ago all these people that are coming in the lord is replacing all the babies that have been killed in the United States because of abortion. I'm telling you, he's, he's paying it. He's going to pay us back. But it's our job to go out and pray and believe. You know, people come to Jesus when he was on earth. They say, what do we got to do to do what you want? You know what his simple answer was? Believe in the one that God sent. We just got to believe Jesus to do it. And he's going to do it even though, Kenny, you don't think you can do anything. You're doing it. I'm telling you. You're doing what God wants you to do. Amen. You're a faithful man. That's going to increase in you. It's going to increase. You're going to be so faithful to the Lord. You're going to cry out to him when you need him. Amen. And he's going to answer. Amen. Another thing that I heard in that music today Y'all might as well have a seat. We might be we might be a minute. No, I'm about finished here. <laughs> but years ago I heard a, a prophet, you know, the scripture says, Believe the prophets and you'll prosper. 
and you'll have success, something to that effect. But anyway, one of those songs we sang said, Heaven's coming nearer to earth. Yes. I heard this preacher say this, I think it was when we were down at Norman years ago. He said, Jesus is coming nearer to the earth. And that's heaven coming down. We can reach up in there and get what we need, not to consume it on ourselves, but to give it to the church. And we were talking about this yesterday. Um, some of us ladies met and we prayed for the revival and this was Angie's idea. She's got good ideas. And we were just sitting there and I said, well, what I've been thinking about is years ago when we had these barn revivals, we'd have a ladies meeting. And one time we had um, Jackie Holland from Texas and then one time we had What's her name? Darlene Bishop. Darlene Bishop from Ohio. Well, Darlene was standing right over here. There's some of us in here. And she said, I asked the Lord what he wanted me to do one day when, you know, when she was, she's got a huge church in Ohio. And uh, he said, go see Minnie. Well, she thought about it a little bit and she thought, well, this Minnie I think maybe she'd come to her church. She'd met her somewhere. So she's kind of a down-and-out little old lady. So she went and got Minnie, and the Lord told her, take her to this cafe and let her order whatever she wants. So Minnie ordered a big piece of pie and ate it. But what she was saying in this, she was looking for someone that had a need, and she was meeting that need. And that's what the Lord is saying to us in this barn revival. Go out there and you're going to find somebody that has a need of some sort. And you're going to bring them in. And the Lord is going to bless them and bless you. If it's just a piece of pie, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Now that's the end of my sermon. I'm going <laughs> to sit down and shut up. Jerry Dobbs got saved. <laughs> Been welcome to church for a piece of Dixie's pie after church. <laughs> hey, we'd all do about anything for a piece of that pie, so I might get saved again myself. <laughs> that was good. Well, thank you for sharing it. I, I was, I really believe when she shared that yesterday, I really believe that that is a, a word from the Lord, that the Lord is wanting to draw in those down and out and when you think it down and out you have your own thoughts of what that looks like but then i also heard um a friend of mine well our friend Miong from bartlesville she uh was walking and ran into a group of women and two out of the three had just lost uh, loved ones from covid recently that's a big down and out right now and that's a big group of people that are really looking for the truth and looking for some hope so we call in those that are down and out we call them in you know those we call them in to come and uh, be with us during the time of the barn next sunday we'll be out there so um wear your cool comfortable clothes and please join with me in prayer that cooler weather is coming <laughs> and rain wednesday 50 percent yes we need the rain and it could rain till then it'd be fine so lord bring the cooler weather and the rain uh, ray garcia will be with us sunday through wednesday um 
next Sunday morning, Dave Burris, he's our friend from Rivergate. He's going to be leading the praise and worship for us. And Sully, I thought about you because I've talked to you about him because he's a praise and worship leader in Tulsa. And he says he'd be willing anytime to get with you. So I, when I saw, saw you, I wanted to tell you that. But maybe y'all can connect next Sunday morning. He'll be there. And he is... Um, a great guy, and I look forward to him uh, leading us in praise and worship. And then the the Impact Center, their praise team, then they'll be in for Sunday night, and um, they'll be leading us. And we'll be out there at uh, 10:30 next Sunday morning, six o'clock next Sunday night. We'll be there Monday night at seven, and then we'll be back Wednesday night at seven. So we won't have a meeting out there Tuesday night. So we've got a. a great week planned starting the 19th and um, ask for you to uh, join us. I'm sure dad may have some instruction. There, there's some more things I think that maybe need to, we need to get together, but um, we look forward to seeing what the Lord's going to do. Amen? Amen. Amen. I believe it's going to be a, a Holy Ghost good time. So I, I just, um, would y'all come up here? I think we should pray for you guys right now. Just Let's just pray for them. I just feel need to do that. Yeah, come on, Mom. I, I know you need it physically, but these two, turn around. These two have, I can say that, I can say that and get away with it. These two have been mom and dad to a lot of people. And they've led a lot of people, and um, I, there was a lady on Facebook that really talked about that, of just, you have been spiritual mom and dads to many, many people, and you have paved the way and poured into, and I, I just... Um, I just want to pray the fire of God on you, a refiring like never before. And this sickness that wants to continually dog you. Who says when you get old you have to be sick? We tear down that thinking right now in Jesus' name. We refire these two with the blood of Jesus, with the fire of God. Lord, you come. Holy Ghost fire, pour on them right now in Jesus' name. I stand against this distraction, this hurt whatever wants to dog them and if you're getting a word and you want to come pray come on run up here hurry Lord you come Lord Jesus right now we thank you for the the what they have poured in Lord to people's lives let it come out Lord they want to give to others they have more to give Lord fill them Fill them. Any wrong thinking, anything that's wanting to come on them from age, anything that wants to come on, we say no to it. We resist it in Jesus' name. Lord, they are pillars. They are pioneers. Their feet are on you. They are solid, Jesus. And I just prayed, Lord, that you would just, the, the end will be their best days. These The best days are yet to come. Lord, bless them. Bless them. They have blessed many. They have poured in. They've gave that barn. They've gave their property to many to be able to come. Lord, we pray over that barn. We pray over 631 North Quapaw. Lord, let your fire fall over that area right now in Jesus' name. Come, King Jesus, come today. This is your day. You want to renew us today, Lord. We cry out to you today, Lord. 
come and wreck this place. I don't want to wait till next Sunday, Lord. Come. Come, Lord. Come, Jesus. Come. We draw a bloodline around them in the name of Jesus. We say they're off limits to the enemy. Lord, come in your power. Rejuvenate, refresh, renew their youth and their strength like the eagles. I see a rain cloud over their heads. I see a rain cloud just hovering over them, just pouring down refreshing rain. Refreshing rain over them, right? Refreshing rain. Just like the, the rain that's projected here, there's rain clouds over them, and it's just... Giving them strength, encouragement, health, vitality, restoration, redemption, restoration. Receive. 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 You know, Chuck Pierce gave a word of flipping the switch. I think my switch has been flipped. Woo! Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Recharge. Recharge. Wednesday, be here. Just be here. Seven o'clock. We're gonna pray. We're gonna go out some. Jess, can we still ride the horses? Okay. Just come. We're gonna send them horseback around some of that area out there. I think that'll stir up some things. We're getting ready to take the offering. I want to talk to you about that, but let's give her offerings this morning. Come on, let's bless the Lord. That's part of give. That's part of worship. Is giving. Amen. <clears throat> I can preach a while. I've been brought lunch, and I've got two microphones here, so I'm good to go. I'm, I'm <laughs> Lord, we just bless this offering. We cover it in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. You've met our every need. Listen, I've saw. If you saw a miracle this week, I've saw one, a big one. We've saw miracles this week. Come on, believe for, you can have one too. Why not you? So into it. Believe God for it now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Say supper. David Boggs and I like supper. <coughs> you can call it dinner. You can call it whatever you want to. Dinner was noon for me. But you know, at home, you remember how you sat around the table? David could probably tell you. I can tell you. My dad sat right here on the west end. My mom sat on the east end. I sat on the south side next to my dad. My brother Paul was there next to me. My brother Larry was right across from Paul. He was always next to mother. And then Janie was on the corner. That's, we, that was our stalls. We knew where to sit. You always sat in the same place, David? You did, didn't you? Some of the rest of you did too. Amen. You that missed that, I'm sorry you did. How many of you want a miracle? How many of you want a financial miracle? Now, here's an opportunity that you could sow into. And Alan, I bless you for all your efforts. You've helped us. I bless Dean. I bless all these guys that have helped put the barn together. And you that didn't get a chance to, we'll have some more things. But Alan, we're not going to need the little trailer. So, the, okay, the guy with the sound stuff, he said, no, I don't have to do that. I'll just stand it on a table behind the stage. So we didn't set it up. But I appreciate your efforts. But back to supper. 
We will be feeding this praise team and the ministry team this week. I mean, coming up next week. Now, if you want to get involved in that, if you want to take them to dinner on Sunday, pay for their meal. If you want to fix a meal and bring it up here, either Sunday night, late, Monday at probably around 5 or 5.30, Wednesday, there's some needs. And if you want to sow into that, tell Angie or I when we get through. Or if you know right now, just say you'll do it. You can pay for one or you can do those. It's just an opportunity. You'll do one. I'll do one. There's another one. Richard will do one. Okay, it's just an opportunity. There's, there's one. See, it's just an opportunity to sow into it. Because uh, they'll bring their praise team and there's just not always places to go. And, and you miss the fellowship of sitting around the supper table. Amen. And, you, and you're, you host, you're, you're, you join with us. You come join with us. Now if you don't, John, you can't. Okay. All right. Is it time for me to preach? I'll put one of these microphones down. Yeah, I've never, never heard a preacher turn down a free meal. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody give Jesus praise. Amen. Come on, give him praise Amen. while I find my place here. I know where I'm going. I want you to go with me. Let's look at uh, Daniel chapter 2. We did. We've seen miracles this week. God is on the move. Amen. Amen. Debbie, there's still miracles back there for you. It's, there's miracles for J. Tom. I blessed J. Tom this morning. You remember the king, Nebuchadnezzar, had this dream. And he couldn't figure it out. No one could. He was going to have them all killed, all his head guys. But Daniel had the interpretation. Of, well, let me say that again. Daniel didn't have the interpretation. Daniel said his God had the interpretation. So his God gave the interpretation. And he gave it to the king. And he explained it to him. And I, I just want to read a part of that story. <clears throat> In Daniel 2 verse uh, 31. You, King, Lord, and I thank you for your anointing. We give praise to Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way. You, O King, were looking, and behold, there was a single great statue, that stature which was large and of extraordinary splendor, was standing in front of you, and its appearance was awesome. The head of that statue was made of fine gold, its breast and its arms of silver, its belly and its thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. You continued looking till a stone was cut out without hands and it struck the statue on its feet of iron, clay, and crushed them. Let's, let's remember that stone. Let's remember that rock. That's our Lord. That's our King Jesus. Then one other verse. You should remember this one. I've told you so many times about verse 44. <clears throat> and he's just talked about that statue represented 
four different kingdoms. And he says, in the days of those kings, the God of heaven, and the last one would have been uh, Rome and all the Caesars, all those seven Caesars they had. In the days of those kings, and we know the Romans were in charge when Jesus came, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which will never be destroyed, and that kingdom will not be left for another people. It will crush and put an end to all these kingdoms, but it will itself endure forever. The kingdom of God has begun. It started. We know that. Amen. But let's get involved in it. Let's do what he said we can do. Yes, sir. Amen. There's, I mean, we see that enemy raging in our country, in the governments. Uh, the Afghanistan th is enough. That just made the Taliban the fourth largest military in the world. I mean, just stupid is not even the right word for the way they handle that. But it's just our adversary. But greater is our God. And we just got to focus on that because you can't change that other than just keep believing God and beseeching the heaven for it. Now, <clears throat> you, let's go to Revelations. At least I didn't start in Genesis, huh? We're going to go through the book, okay? Amen. Genesis 11. I've been studying out some of these things. I'm, I'm telling you, I've been... I said at least I didn't start in Genesis, what I meant to say. Thank you. All right. Revelation. Chapter 11. I'll quit trying to hurry. Verse 15. This is where the... Seventh trump sounded. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there was a loud voice in heaven saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. Amen? Come on. And the 24 elders, listen, here's what they do, who sit on their thrones before God, fell on their faces and worshipped him he is worthy to be worshipped quit worrying about what's wrong with you what's wrong with the country just worship god get to know him Amen. saying we give thanks O lord the almighty who are who were because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign what does that mean let me tell you, that's after Jesus Christ went to the cross as our substitute to pay for our sin. He showed up, ministered to the disciples and others for about 40 days. Then 50 days later, what? What did he do? He ascended into the heavens. That's what this verse is talking about. Your great power and have begun to reign. That's where he's beginning to reign. Verse 19, and the temple of God which was in heaven was open. Now here, here's where I think that is. I believe that, it, see when, when Jesus went to heaven, when he fulfilled what he was doing on the cross, there wasn't any need for a physical temple to take your sacrifice to anymore. Amen. Because 
the perfect sacrifice had been made, doing away with all of the ritualistic things that the Jewish people had done. They had had their opportunity with Christ, and most of them rejected him. But he's in heaven now, and, he's, and he began to reign from that day forward. Amen. And he crushed. The rock came. The Romans were in control there for about 500 years. And that rock, the king, eventually crushed that kingdom. And whether we see God moving today in the nations or not, he is crushing kingdoms and taking over. Amen. His kingdom is maybe not expanding as quick as we want, because we're kind of like the Jews. We'd like for him to just come here and we're all, we were right, you were wrong. Now that's not the way it is. It's his kingdom. And when he comes, he's in charge. Amen? He's still in charge. All right. And the temple of God, which was in heaven, was open. See, it wasn't open. I believe as long as that other one had any need. And maybe it's open because the king is there. Huh? That might be the best explanation. And the Ark of the Covenant appeared in heaven. There were flashes of lightning, sounds and peals of thunder, and on and an earthquake and a great hailstone. Now, verse uh, chapter twelve, verse seven. And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels waging war with the dragon. The dragon and his angels waged war. And they were not strong enough. And there was no longer a place found for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down. The spirit of old who is called the devil and Satan. Who deceives the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth. And his angels were thrown down with him. Now listen, this battle took place after Jesus Christ ascended to the throne. You remember in the olden days, go back to the book of Job, and you go, you go back and it said Job came before God. God asked him where he'd been. He said, I've been traveling around to and fro about the earth. And God said, have you considered my, Job, my servant Job? And the devil said, oh yeah, he's doing great, but you're protecting him. See, at that time, Satan had access into heaven. We got that picture? He doesn't have that access into heaven anymore. He got kicked out. He's here. He's not in heaven. Now, he accuses us, but I don't believe it's in, in that same way. There was no longer a place for them. He was thrown out. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren hath been thrown down. He accuses them before God day and night. Amen. And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb, and because of the word of their testimony, and they did not love their life when faced with death. Now, keep your place right there. Leah, would you show us that verse in Colossians 2.15? Then you can come back here. 
I've always quite wondered about this verse. I've read that verse when he, when he, Jesus, had disarmed the rulers and authorities, he made a public display of them having triumphed over them through him. Well, I've read that. I said, I know it's true, but I know he didn't do it on earth. He didn't do it to the Romans physically. He did it in that battle in heaven. He took that. That's where that fits. That's what that's talking about. He triumphed over them in that battle that happened in heaven. There was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels waging war with the dragon. And they won. They kicked out Satan and uh, how many of the angels? About a third of them. About a, th a third of the angels followed Listen, you can follow the wrong leader. They followed the wrong, the wrong one. A lot of our country is doing that right now. They're, they're doing that. Why am I talking about this? Salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of His Christ have come. It's ours. He's given us that. And the enemy's stealing from you. Because you won't get in the war with God. You won't let Him do what He wants to do in your life so you can have that victory. We want that victory. But there was a battle over it in heaven. He's here now. He's battling you. He's battling Facebook. He's battling Melissa and Anna and George and whoever's watching that this morning. He's battling them. Jesus Christ has won the victory. But we've got to win it. But we've got to win it. I've got to win it with me first. I've got to not let old self have his way rule me. That's the first battle you've got to take. We've got to win that. But they overcome. The accuser of our brethren has been thrown down. He accuses them before God day and night. And they, I thought, who are they? Who's the they they're talking about? That was people. See, verse 10 says, Then I heard a loud voice in heaven. That wasn't God or an angel. That was a redeemed person that declared that. That was one of the they. They overcome because of the blood of the Lamb, because of the word of their testimony. Amen. Now, you can plead the blood. Amen. Listen to me. But if your life isn't a testimony for Jesus, you might as well not plead it. I can take a gun and stand out here on the street, but if I had a little badge on, it would mean it'd make a lot of difference. See, without that badge, I don't have any authority to go out there on the street. But if I had that, if I had that badge, I could. I, look, look, here I come. Well, come on, now have you got a badge on? You need to have a badge of Jesus on. You got to. It take. I mean, the blood is enough. But if your life's a wreck, and if you're not. 
living the way you're supposed to live, you're duck soup for the adversary and you're not going to get what God has got for you. That's all I'm saying in that. That's a little bit of it anyway. What, what is your testimony that's behind the blood of Jesus when you give it? Years ago, my family was a mess. My mom and dad divorced. And my little sister said, uh, well, the Freeman name doesn't mean as much as it used to. I said, well, it probably never meant as much as you thought it did. <laughs> but, but I told her, I said, no, it depends on who's wearing it. If you've got the badge on, you're good. It depends on who's wearing it. But you've got to know you're blood-bought, and you don't care who it is. You're just going to, you know you belong to Jesus. Amen. Listen, you're called to be in whatever profession He's got you in. You're salt and light there, just like Dixie pointed out Kenny a while ago. He's salt and light. I love a person that every time I see them, they're consistent. And there's some you don't want to ask. I learned this judging horse shows. When you judge and you ask somebody, how are you? And they've been 10th in a class of 10. You don't ask them how they are. Well, there's some people that just have that attitude in life, Richard. They just, woe is me. I mean, you don't have time to listen to it. You're, you're saying, I'll pray for you, and you're walking off because... You can't get away from them. There's people that will just drain you because they're never going to put the badge on. They, listen, you can be saved and go to heaven. But if you're going to have what God wants for you to, here on earth, if you're going to do what God wants you to do, you're going to have to be filled with the Spirit of God, put your badge on, and take, put your big boy pants on, and stand up. And that's... You can say, I've got the blood of Jesus on me. But listen, they overcame because of the blood of the Lamb, because of the word of their testimony. And what about this? They did not love, love their life even when faced with death. We're so proud of ourselves. And we were so on our schedules that the world turns around us. And if you don't do it at the right time, don't count me in. That's my night to do such and such. Just get over it. Me and Grandma's going on. Because of the blood of the lie, but because of their testimony. You've got to have a testimony about Jesus that's real. Now, I'm, I'm not finished. Uh, look at... Um, what about the Lord's Prayer? Can you pray the Lord's Prayer? Everybody can pray it. What about those last two verses after he finished the prayer? Put those Matthew 6 up. Verse 14 and 15. What about these? You know, we said, oh, give us our daily bread. We've got our daily bread. We want our daily bread. Protect us from all evil. We go through all that. Oh, for if you forgive others their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, then your Father will not forgive you. There's another verse. I didn't put it up this morning. It says, 
uh, before you give your offering, if you remember you've got ought or something wrong with somebody, don't put your money in. Go get that straight first. Then put your money in. If you forgive others, and listen, there's people with unforgiveness, whether it's on the job, you see it just wreck families where families can't have a get-together because somebody's mad at somebody over they said their dress was too short or too long. I forgot. So it really don't make a flip. Then it's just somebody's opinion about something. And it happens with friends. But if you forgive, if you hold on to those things, I'm telling you, your testimony is nil and void. And if, if that would happen in church, if people would get straight with people they owe money to, well, it's getting quiet in here. There's nobody shouting now. Those people have moved off owing people or some bill you've just tried to forget. I'm telling you, if there's a record of it somewhere. I know because I've said, God, I've asked you to forgive me. And you put it as far away as the east is from the west. And he says, yes, but I want you to deal with it. Amen. So just we have to deal with our stuff. But you know what? There's just something in our disposition that, bless God, I wasn't the one that was wrong. She's wrong. He's wrong. They're wrong. I'm, there's a big parade, and I'm, everybody's out of step but me. That's how much we think of ourselves, really. But if we just get those relationships right, look at Psalms 32. There's... Three or four great verses there. This is David prayed this. David's prayers ought to be all right, shouldn't they? You know, he wrote most of the Psalms. When I kept silent about my sin, my body wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My valetite. Vitality was drained away as with the fever heat of summer. I acknowledge my sin to you and my iniquity I did not hide. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. If we confess our sins, we get these things straight. That's We want to have we hadn't even called it a revival at the barn. We just said a, a barn meeting. Amen. I think if the church would ever get to be the church it's called to be, we'd have revival. Because revival wouldn't just be in here. It'd be wherever you and I go. That, that's what God's after in us. He's trying to change us. He's trying to, us, to get us over ourselves we need to fix our eyes back on Jesus the author and perfecter of our faith who for the joy set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of God his kingdom he said is ever increasing it'll be established with justice and righteousness and it will rule from now on the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this do you read your devotional today? Look at that scripture in uh, 
Joshua. That's a great scripture. Joshua chapter 5, verse 13 and 14. He alluded to these verses this morning in that devotion. If you're not reading that, it's worthwhile. Now it came about when Joshua was in Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked. Behold, a man was sitting opposite him with a sword drawn in his hand. We think we want to meet the Lord. That's not the picture I have of meeting him. But that'd be a good picture to meet the Lord that way, wouldn't it? Joshua went to him and said, Are you for us or are you for our adversaries? He didn't answer him. He said, he just said no. <laughs> Brother, I indeed come now as captain of the host of the Lord. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and bowed down and said to him, What has my Lord to say to his servant? See, that was an early appearance of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, didn't Joshua give the right answer? What has my Lord to say to his servant? Lord, speak to us today. Speak to all of us today. Say that. What has my Lord to say to me? You know, that we, we'll let that come about in our lives. Psalms uh, 119 verse 11 says, Your word, O Lord, have I hidden my heart that I might not sin against you. Then verse 133 in chapter 119 says, Establish my footsteps in your word and let no iniquity have dominion over me. The word of God, the rock that come out of a mountain cut without hands was the Lord Jesus Christ. And he rules and reigns today. Joshua met him. He was in Revelation. He was in Daniel. He's all through the word of God. But he's our king. He's our Lord. And let's let him rule in our lives. Amen. I just challenge you today. Let him rule in your life. Wherever you're at in your life, just say, Lord, I want you to flip the switch. I want to take the next step. I want to walk in the things you said I could do. The things you said. You said that whatsoever things I did, you could do an even greater. Lord, we want to do that. You raised the dead. You healed people. You opened blind eyes. Amen. And you said we could do that. So Lord, we're saying we're availing ourselves to you today. We're coming to you. This is what we want from you. Don't you want that? They love their lives not unto death. Their testimony was pure with the Lord. They could walk before God. Amen. He wants us to walk before Him without guilt, fear, or condemnation. The accuser of the brothers. The silence that spirit. In Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, You speak to us. You guide us. Lord, You've placed us in sky to, to, to create Your kingdom over this region, over this surrounding area. And we decree your lordship. We decree we're here. Lord, that barn can't bring revival. I can't bring revival. But you can. You bring whatever you want, Lord. 
We believe you for it. We're here to say yes to you. Let's just stand and worship the Lord. Listen, if God's pointing out something in your life you need to deal with, if you're not filled with His Spirit, if you know you're out of sorts with God, if you know you're out of sorts with someone else, let's get these things right. Let's let God be God. I just want to be on His side. Amen. I'm with Joshua. Lord, what do you say to me? Lord, we bless you. We've chased everything else and we come up empty. We chase you. In Jesus' name, just come. Let's obey the Lord. Just agree with us. Jackson wants all the chains broken off of him. He's by himself. He's walking with God.
Anyone else need to be prayed for this morning? Listen, we're all going to stand before God, and there may be more folks than what's here this morning there. There may be millions. We're going to all stand before Him. Amen. Jackson making a new start in his life. Debbie, I need you to say something new. Sometimes you just drive me crazy. You know, and especially the binding and loosing, you know. I mean, you've bound everything on earth pretty much. And I know the Lord's had you do that. But what I'm saying is I'm just seeing that you have the freedom to do what you want to do. It's not up to me. And God, and a lot of prayers we pray and things we say, I think, are, will be fulfilled. Let me just say that. And I've been looking at that and saying, why are you doing that? Because I don't see any results in it. Well, it's not up to me to see the results to begin with. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? That my thoughts about you haven't been good will you please forgive me yes i know it's a strange thing but the lord really spoke to me this morning um about that you know that we pray prayers i pray prayers that i don't see the answer to and you've prayed a lot of them like that and I'm looking for the answer right there, which I've been wrong in that. That's what I'm trying to say. And I, here's what I, why I'm confessing this before everybody, because it, it applies to everybody, really. Our thoughts are stronger heard in heaven than what we do, than our actions. And so I am asking you to forgive me of bad thoughts that I've had about way, the way you prayed of all things. Isn't that strange? How the enemy can twist things around. So I appreciate that you will forgive me. I love you, Debbie. The Lord is doing a lot for you, and we're going to see some of those binding and loosing that you've been doing. We're going to see them fulfill in Jesus' name. Bless you. I'm telling you, there's more. Thank you, Dixie, for doing that. Bless you, Lord. Are we finished this morning? I'm going to say something to you. You guys are creating some great memories to say that we've prayed with Grandma at church in these times for you and Johnny. And Lord, we call the rest of the kids in too, in Jesus' name, in your dad. I just wanted to say... uh, it, it's just crazy how the Lord just works because you just started talking about a blood, the blood of Jesus. 
and uh, where we just came from, our last speaker, that's all he talked about was the blood. He probably said about the blood over, yeah, and the last guy, he was a pastor, I don't know where he was from, but he probably said something about the blood over 50, what, 100 times? And he drilled it into our head because he wanted us to understand and know that everything we do and what we are about is because of the blood. We, if we do it all under the blood, then we're, we're, we're forgiven, we're saved. You know, we, we can do all things through that. But it just made me think of, you know, we can do all things through Christ who strengthened us. It, it says right there, Christ, though. So that's, we're under, that's under the blood, you know. But we just made me think of Psalms 46.10 where we have to be still and know that he is God, you know. Uh, but that was just awesome, though, how, how uh, Gerald, you was just talking about that and, you know, brought it. Just It was a great time that we had. Our first day, we was, we was having service till after midnight. We was, it was just so entwined in the Lord, and we was just, the teaching was just awesome and really had a good time in fellowship, like what you were saying, you know, and uh, I just uh, speak life into that uh, ministry, too. Amen. Jackson, what's going on? Amen. Him and Dixie got prayed. Dixie prayed for him. His back was bothering him, so he said it's gone. When Joe prayed for his friends, he got healed. So you're my friend. I prayed for you. What else? Pastor, the, the vision God gave me last Sunday at the worship time here, he's reaffirmed that and reaffirmed it in my spirit all week of the people coming to the altar, dropping out their drugs on the altar at the barn revival. Evidently, this is something big on God's heart that God wants to cleanse and deliver people at this barn revival. I saw it in the spirit when I was in the worship time. I saw them dumping their drugs out on the altar. And so there's people here that, they're believing in standing in the gap for family members to get delivered. I think something big is going to happen here. Amen. Going, going. Lord, we thank you for this time. Now let's do something with it. Don't be hearers. So you can't say I didn't know. Put your badge on. Bring it with you Wednesday night when you come back. We want to go walk some of those streets and pray. <laughs>